Good to be with you today. We are coming to you. I'm going to say this all the first time. After that, it's going to be the Red River Basin Commission, but uh, we're going to call it the first annual Red River or the 41st annual Red River Basin Land and Water International Summit Conference. What that means is they got everybody here. That means they got South Dakota here. They got Minnesota here. They've got North Dakota here, and they've got Manitoba here. There's a big presence uh, from the a uh, wonderful neighbor to the north from Canada, uh, the vice chairman of all this, uh, one of those guys that, uh, you know, the, the word volunteer came up and he said, yep, and I think he likes it even, is Fargo City Commissioner Dave Papcorn. Commissioner, good to have you on. Thanks for having me on, Joel. Thanks for being here. It is, it's a great thing. Is it? I oh, mean, yeah. it, are you glad you took? I was on this board years ago. And I found it to be one of the most rewarding boards I ever served on. Oh, no, I love it. And it's a huge, it covers lots of topics, and, and you learn a lot, especially from Canada. It's been lots of fun because you learn about what, they, what they're going through. And obviously the diversion in Winnipeg, we can learn a lot in Fargo in our area about what they've gone through 50 years ago. But let's, let's talk about that a little bit, though, so people understand the work that's being done here. Because taxpayer dollars go into this. Uh, but... You know, there's always a lot of conversations between us and Minnesota, and we always at times forget that the Red River starts in South Dakota, and I know they've got a presence here. I just saw an old South Dakota legislator walk by that I've known for years. Um, but we don't talk as much to Canada as what we should, it, or at least that's been my impression. No, I agree, and, and that's why this is a great thing. And obviously it's very symbolic. We meet here, we meet up in Canada, we rotate, and all the different group, the Different board members are from both, you know, from everywhere, Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota. So it's, it's a great thing. The other thing is you learn a lot being here. Uh, and the, the other thing is everybody's ideas, you exchange ideas. That's why this is such a great thing. And so it's fun to be a part of. Well, these projects are such a big part of, of the success of what we can be. I, I'm going to do the full disclosure. Then you can go ahead and because uh, it isn't always kumbaya. But I always felt that, you know, there wasn't enough conversation by the city of Fargo with the people that the water was being pushed on down south. Yep. And at times you and I agreed on that big time. Uh, have we gotten better at that? Well, if you remember a long time ago, it was the waffle plan. Yep. <clears throat> so if you look, all these little projects that the Red River Basin Commission is a part of, these all these projects come together and they impact all the way, the whole system, all the way up to Canada. And so that's why it's, it's a huge, in a way, it's a way of what you were talking about a long time ago because there's people, let's say you do a project on the Antelope Creek. Yep. No, that benefits Lake Winnipeg. Uh, if you have better water quality, it carries on. And so that's why this is an awesome thing. Yep, and and we were talking about that before we were joined by our statewide uh, audience and all these other family or radio stations because, you know, you look at what they're doing in Grafton and Langdon and some of these heritage areas where these radio stations come from. They know what it's like to have to manage water. I mean, you know, we talk about Fargo flooding, Grand Forks flooding. Grafton fought through this before in its life as well. But the other thing is, if you do these little projects south of where, where you're talking about Grand Forks or Winnipeg or Fargo, all those things contribute to having better, first of all, water quality. That benefits everybody. But then also the, the flooding is is more distributed. And the other, But the thing I've learned is, the landowners south of Fargo, you have to do projects that benefit them or they're not interested in participating. Yeah. And that's that's what you have to find. The ones that benefit them, then it carries on all the way upstream. But you've gotten better talking to them. I agree. I, I, do I, think. I think there's a, a number of them still mad. Don't get me wrong, but you've gotten better at talking to them, I think. 
to give an example, so last year at this meeting, Daryl Richardson does the, the weather monitoring. Well, now we're funding part of the, he's updating all the equipment, and that came through this. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there's there's lots of things that benefit this group. Right. Uh, you know, I, I do you think at times, Dave, that we that we don't realize it when we see it after it's done? And let me give you an example. Okay. You know, we go drive by, you know, my kids could drive by the Cheyenne Diversion and not have a clue what it is. Right. I mean, they, they're like, OK, that was man-made. It's not natural. But you, you take it for granted after it's already in. I I go to a buddy's house out in Williston where they put, you know, some development to make sure the city of Williston doesn't flood. You could see it if you've got an eye for it. But the average person doesn't know what they just drove over. I'm guilty of that all day, every day. So right now we're doing a huge diversion in Fargo. I don't drive by it. So if you don't see it, you don't realize there's huge amounts of work being done. So you already know that. But yeah. the one thing I would say is if people want to see, especially some of these big uh, facilities, we have drone, uh, you know, drone. That's the only way you can see it. Otherwise, getting there in person is almost impossible. Yeah. So what, when you look at, because this is, this is done. I mean, it, the work isn't done. But what's going to happen with the Fargo diversion yep. is done. Yep. So the relationship that, that you have with the individuals that that affects is never going to be done. And and that includes downstream, not just upstream. You know, I mean, my point is this. In this room behind us that you're vice chair of this meeting, there's a lot of Canadians in there. I mean, you drive and you have to Winnipeg, their idea of managing water is a whole lot different than ours. Yep. Uh, how do you reconcile that? Or probably better question, David, how do you learn from each other on that? Well, so to give you an example, so even our diversion, whatever it's going to be done in four or five years, we there's part of the funding of the diversion is water projects, uh, and, and, f- and that's for south of here. Because once, once again, what I talked about, if we do water projects to reduce flooding and increase and improve water quality south of here that benefits everybody so that's why that's why this is an awesome group yeah so uh, l- let's talk a little bit about the opportunities that it presents i mean we can talk about the environment we can talk about water quality all of that but living you know just flat out living you and fargo and west fargo and some of the communities that you're here working for you don't have any choice they're coming to you <laughs> they're coming to you when you were playing football at ndsu how big was the the city of fargo metro wise it's crazy it is it is, is it doubled oh it's so we're one hundred thirty thousand just fargo which That's, i think is an underestimate of what you are i do too it's it's unbelievable so but the the lesson is we have to prepare so we're to, and not to get too far off topic but we have to increase the density of fargo and and our region because more people are coming here and we can't keep can't keep sprawling we and yeah. so that's 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 an important thing to, th- to look at that's even though it's a little bit of a different but, topic. but it does affect this absolutely i mean it really does because your footprint of what you are protecting now is set yep. i mean th- this diversion has it has de- determined the boundaries of the city of fargo and west fargo and quite frankly moorhead uh dilworth towns like that forever it's a game changer. short of spending billions of dollars again it's a game changer because we have never had a defined boundary ever yep. and and that, so when you combine tremendous growth that's why this we're doing these long-range plans because you have to have a plan for increasing the density and so we've been talking about some of these things a long time but before they were just hypothetical well now it's for real so like downtown fargo we have lots of empty space 
you got to fill that up first before you start growing any more because we have we only have so much inventory. Yeah, I want to. You mentioned drones earlier uh, in, as a tool, and you know, going online and seeing some of this. But you know, that average guy that you stop in Hillsboro and and you say you start talking to him about water protection, and you're at the at the Vets Club in Hillsboro. When we come back, I want to hear what you would say to him. You know, a guy that doesn't track this, he isn't on the board with you. You know, I'm I'm really curious because it seems to me that that man and woman is is the person that needs to know what we're talking about today. Sure. Agreed. Welcome back to News and Views. I'm visiting with Dave Pepcorn. He is the vice chairman of what we're doing here today. That's right. It's the, well, it's the Red River Basin uh, Annual Summit. Uh, It's the International Summit is a great way of putting it. Uh, Dave is a Fargo City Commissioner. Uh, You know, we were talking about that guy in Hillsborough. I don't know why I use Hillsborough. Pick a town, Argusville, whatever. But that guy, uh, let's use Abercrombie. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yep. and and how do you sit down if you're with him and say, look, this is where it's going to go. This is what it's going to do. You know, trust me, this is going to be a good thing. How do you how do you do that with him? Well, especially those farmers that were south of Fargo that were in the retention area, let's say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to make sure that they're compensated fairly. That's the most important thing, because obviously you're still going to be able to farm that land. But if there is a time where we have to use that, you have to be compensated for your loss. So to me, that's still an ongoing thing, and I do think that's very important. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Yep, totally. But at the same time, I, I do think we still I think the need, devil's in the details, but yeah. Th- that's what I mean. And, and that's not my wheelhouse, and that, I'm not one of the people, but you have to make sure they get comp. But do you get what I'm saying? You're not going to lose that farmland. It's not going anywhere. You'll still be able to farm it, but when it is flooded, you got to be compensated so to me that's the like you said that's the details south of fargo we still have lots of retention projects we have to do like colin peterson was involved in a lot of really big projects where they're holding water we can still do more of those on the maple river and anyway all those so to me the diversion that's not the end of things you still have to keep doing things that's 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 why we're here Okay, so what when when you look at that and and you have that conversation with the individual it's it's the old adage, you know, whiskey's for drinking, water's for fighting. I mean, it's a tough barrier to break down, commissioner. I no, I totally agree. But do you, do you disagree with me that I mean, you'll they're still going to own the land. They'll still be able to farm the land yeah. 99% of the time, but you have to have an agreement that here's what happens if it floods and here's do well the the two points i would make to that and and i'm not trying to counter whether or not they can still you know when you put your crop in matters and and so if it's compensated i i i get that if they're made whole i i would i would make another the biggest problem is there's nothing farmers hold more precious than their family and their land and it's their land and so when they feel as though they're being told what's going to happen to their land you're already on the bottom of the ladder with an uphill climb. Agreed? Uh, absolutely. Okay, and then you add into the fact that you, if if you're north of what you just built, that's pretty valuable property. You can develop that. Absolutely. If you're south of it, it, you know, it's not as easy. And that would be my point. I totally agree. It changes the trajectory yeah. of the use for that land. The, the Basically, the people south of the, of the flood protection, as far as development, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But for some farmers, that's a good thing. 
to know that it's going to be farmland. Anyway, so, so you want you want me to get in trouble? Watch this, Dave. I mean, both you and I have gotten a lot of trouble in our public hey. lives, right? <laughs> Between the both of us, Fargo <laughs> <laughs> City Commissioner Dave Papcorn and Joel, I can't. Nobody could get in a fight quicker. But but here here here's the one thing that I like about the project the most: the people from Oxbow are finally paying the property taxes they should have. Okay, who who was on that? Who was on I know. That? That's, I, I'm saying it while you're sitting right here. I went after him because, and that's that was money that the school district will never get back. If I were Kindred, I would have been so the average home in Kindred versus, they were paying full property tax for decades. Yeah. They were paying pennies on the dollar, and that money wasn't going to the school district, and so that was, we we were hey man. If you're trying to go after me, <laughs> I'm not picking you know, on you on that. You know, I went That's, after him, and it that was, was called awful. teeing it up, buddy. That, that was, was it was awful because yeah. this is just me. I they were obviously trying to buy them off. Yeah, and that's what bothered. If you know me, I don't stand for stuff like that. Yeah. You already know that. My, my cousins in the Baki edition and my good friend, you know that <laughs> oh. they were there. There's a separation there. Anyway. What? I don't get invited to the Oxbow golf tournaments anymore, <laughs> Joel, just so you know. I have people that have <laughs> wedding dances there, and I'm like, I don't think I'll wreck your wedding by going <laughs> because 11 o'clock at night, somebody's going to chew me out. Someday we're going to walk in there, and then the music will stop, and, <laughs> and they'll ask us to leave. <laughs> just quietly, just quietly. And, you know, if, if you walk into uh, Winnipeg tomorrow as vice chairman of this organization, and uh, you, you wanted to grab anybody and just drive them around and show them what because oftentimes as we mentioned you drive around you don't see it what would you want to show them well that no actually we have we've gone up to look at their diversion and what we try to do is learn from the things that they have going on because theirs has been in operation for 50 years there's a lot of things to because the other thing is once you build the diversion that's not the end of it you have there's lots of things that go on the, the ongoing upkeep of it and so to me that's my that's why this is a great thing because yeah. the people they're here they're in this room the people that operate the, the 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 protection in winnipeg so we can learn much from them and so that's why this is a great group and and it's fun to be a part of and the ideas that are in these next three days you get tons of great ideas and all these different people share, and they learn from the different things going on. See, to me, the, the beauty is what you guys are able to show now and the way you can show it. Back in the old days, when I ran in the, in, in the state Senate, uh, Jake Gust wanted me to understand the Cheyenne diversion. He threw me in a plane. He said, hop in. Uh, I want to show you something. When I went back to work and I was on the Senate Natural Resource Committee, I was in a way better position to understand what I was talking about than before he had put me in that plane. And and like you said, you can do it through simulation now. You can see the drone. That's really important. And back in the day, Senator Tom, uh, Tom Fisher, yes. uh, another great man, that, uh, and obviously the people that are here today, uh, Maury Lanning and some of the people that started this a long time ago, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing, and we're so fortunate to have it. Obviously, we have a good executive director that makes it run well, but we're, this is a great thing, uh, and it benefits in multiple ways, and so that's why it's a fun to be a part of. It's always fun talking to you. Uh, you know, the, so you running for mayor? Come on, man. It's <laughs> two and a half years from Two and a half years if from If I went to ask that, you would have been mad at me. Come you would have said, on. Hi, on. okay, let me ask you this. Uh, never mind. <laughs> He's like, don't ask me anything else. It's all good. How was I not going to ask you that? It's all good. I, I will say I love being a public servant and the city commission. We have a great town. 
uh, all the different things I'm a part of. I, it's a blast. And being in the minority, I love it yeah. uh, because uh, it's lots of fun. So and I, they're I, done that. So. No, it's it's lots of fun. So thanks yeah. for having me on, yeah. and, and I appreciate it. Thank you for being here because this is a great thing to be a part of. You bet. Thanks, Dave.